Good evening, citizens. My name is Ban Shattersong, former captain of the Bloody Hands Mercenary Company. And today I have a couple extra guests with me to talk about Navarre, the vines, and also the spicy chaos fruit that we shall all be enjoying in the near future. But uh, please, uh, Finn, Merlin, introduce yourselves. Oh, hello. Um, uh, uh, hi. <laughs> Immediately. Oh, what do I do? I'm freezing. Hi, I'm Finn. I play Riffle in Kraken's Crawl. You can call him Riffle or Riff for sure. I like the confusion. Um, I play a guide and started creating a group known as the Vines. Hi, I'm Merlin. I play Aisha Akaim, although that's changing next thing, hopefully. Um, I joined the Vines in my first event, although obviously nothing was sworn for a while longer, and I've played one since. I do nothing else other than that, um, and I enjoy it a lot, so thank you, Riff. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I believe you two wanted to drop a disclaimer before we dive straight into the Vines thing, and for reference for anyone listening, I have had very limited contact with the Vines and what they do, so this is more education for me and all of you, the masses out there, in <laughs> potentially double, not quite single digits, but we'll see. Um, what did you two want to disclaim? Uh, we are just two vines, aren't we? We're not all the vines. Uh, we mm -hmm. don't speak for all of the vines. Um, so, yeah, anything we say is just our view on it. There is a lot of sort of internal politics going on. And regardless of which side you're on it, it's all I see and it's all good fun. Yeah, it's, it's still um, very much, we're still settling on definitions where we go. Yeah, it's very in progress. Gotcha. So it's generating lots of that juicy player versus player political role play <laughs> that uh, to a degree, to yeah, yeah. Fantastic. All right then, let's start off with an incendiary question. Then, uh, what are the vines and what is their job? Amazing. Um, they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good question. Why? Um, the vines are a, a a type of way to play a Navari. Uh, Marshall Navari. Um, it's sort of a solution to the healer blob, um, where they are partners with each other in the kind of sense of the great dance, and they, you know, team up in pairs of two or sometimes groups of three, and they take to the front lines, but as healers rather than as fighters, but ready to fight if they need. Yeah, the way that I see it is it's all about priority. So, as far as I'm aware, um, a vine is a subsection of the Navarre healers that will take the field. Um, you don't necessarily have to be high combat, but you have to be willing to fight. We work in pairs or sometimes threes or fours. Um, it's not just a tactic. It is literally an oath of loyalty. They come first. You fight for your partner and we work sort of as a mini unit. Um, yeah. Yeah, because the... Um, they, the um... In context of Navarre, um, I appreciate that there's this um, kind of pairing up, threeing up, um, that does correlate very heavily to the great dance, that idea that, you know, your souls have spirits who ebb and flow throughout your life. So some people um, who play Vines tend to have one or two characters who they really gravitate towards and always go out on missions with, whilst others, um, every single time they go out on the battlefield, they'll find someone else to to join with um mm. the other part that makes them feel very navari to me is that idea of sacrifice um which is you know it's one of our big half magics and it's what it's it seems very important in navar um you're kind of 
giving up your safety, similar to how a thorn would, you know, because you're going to battle. But you're basically getting in there in the front lines, but refusing to be a burden to the thorns. You're not the healer, oh no, the healer's in danger, protect them. You've got to be ready to protect yourself. Mm. So the thorns yeah. do their thing. Yeah. Because a pair, it's sort of expected that one person will heal, one person will protect. So instead of having it be a case of relying on the people who primarily fight, we sort of have a give and take, a sort of ebb and flow, again, back to the great dance um, and how we all move. Uh, but yeah, to me, one of the things I wanted to get out there really quickly is the pairs are not just a battle tactic. I've heard this from quite a lot of people struggling mm. to understand the concept yeah. of the vines. You are almost giving up part of your autonomy. For me personally, I would never... If I went through the Sentinel Gate with my pair, I'm not coming back alone. You know, either we're coming back together or we stay there together. And I think for me, that sacrifice is really important. You know, you are two people, but you're functioning as as one being, moving as one being, fighting together, yeah. healing together and protecting each other. The flowery description I like to go with is um the bond between two vines. Is the bond between your left leg and your right leg. As long as they're both up and running, you can keep moving. Um, yeah. and that's how gotcha. that's vision. yeah it's not just it's not just a tactic it's 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 the movement <laughs> of the autonomy that um, was actually going to be one of my questions because oh. having a buddy buddy system is it's that's not unique as a tactic at all and we're very no, aware of that but it's, it's surprisingly defining so um mm -hmm. that's yeah. how it's, it's made its way in there um i think um actually we're going to flowery language for a second um oh, please someone Finn. there was um, oh yeah well thank you much. <laughs> um <laughs> oh shall i compare you um no it was um Gwilym, you know, who I often um, am vining up with, um, at one point came up with this very beautiful flowery phrase of vines entwined support the thorns so that the flower of Navarre can bloom. Oh, I love ev that. Uh, yeah, everyone <laughs> in that discussion just kind of turned their head and went, yeah. ooh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's it. Done. GG. Yeah, there you go. wipe your hands, there you go. It's, it's yeah. the whole thing now. <laughs> if that I was, um, just quickly yeah. address the elephant in the room regarding fine definitions as we said this is just our side um, yeah. I personally do focus on the battlefield healing side of the vines just because I feel like that's a big sacrifice we give there are definitely people who identify as vines that work in the hospital I personally feel like as much as we do want to be inclusive part of the thing that makes the groups and empire special is their differences and I feel like what hospital healers have is really special, but it's definitely different. So just for me personally, I would not identify that as a vine. Um, but I was told by my most common vine pair that I should say that because a lot of people disagree with me. So there we go. Interesting. So <laughs> you'd have, because you mentioned earlier there was a you know, vines and there's also an alternative healer blob, which I'm assuming the name is pretty self-explanatory. Would you say that a vine, you'd never have a solo vine, they'd always be in a pair or a three, ideally. And would they take any kind of oaths or maybe do tattoos on each other to reinforce that that pairing, that bonding? So, um, as, as I like to see it, so, um, oh, how do I even start that? Um, 
there is a kind of iconic running symbol in the vines. It's this red diamond that we usually have tattooed somewhere on the ah, okay. faces or whatever. I like to tattoo mine like on my throat for Riffle. Yeah, it's mine's like, on my neck as well. Yeah, they go, it's, it's that whole like on my throat be it kind of, you know, it's... I think um, it's really important that it's visible as well. I was talking yeah. to Nairin about that. She has hers on her cheek and I was like, it's it's got to be visible. It's almost like a brand, you know, you should be proud of it. It should be visible it's not something that you want to have to be pulling back three layers of clothing to see. Yeah, and it's, it's pretty iconic, yeah. Being visible, being iconic, it's um, it's helpful for everyone in Navarre, especially when you're on the field, to see that that symbol being like, this is the person who's taken this oath of, I will do whatever I can to get you back. Um, to have that, um, that, pat that um, white sash that a lot of people like to wear on their belts, that's not a prerequisite for being a vine, but um, it's definitely... Yeah, um, so they're at least in like Navarre, the ones that I made and yeah. handed out are made and handed out by the vines. I think one year I made like 40 of them. Um, oh, that's incredible. But not everyone that wears them is a vine now, which is an interesting one. Um, yeah, and one may consider, um, i.e. me, um, having a big white <laughs> sash Sorry. does single you out as a healer <laughs> and an easy target. Are you talking about target. the target on my back? No. But then, but then you have the, you work in your pairs, you work in your threes, and you're looking out for each other. So actually having a target on your back isn't that important. This one time, um, I saw someone basically aiming a, yeah, a bow and arrow at me. And I could just see the, the, the guy I was with just had this big shield and was also iron down. So I just turned my back. And I could just hear the sound of arrow hitting shield. I was completely <laughs> fine. It was that trust in each other. That's the, that's the essence of, I got your back, you got mine. And uh, I have a question for both of you um, individually. Before the vines became um, well, you know, uh, an entity, let's say, um, were you battlefield healers, part of the, the aforementioned healer blob? So um, I think, Marilyn, you, I'm not sure you... You joined a little bit after I me. I am a LARP um, baby, yeah. And but I'm I'm not much older as a LARP child. Um, my first event <laughs> was the conception of the vines. Um, so baby me shows up to my first event. Um, I don't know anyone. I've ended up in these groups who are fighting, and you know I went in with this character who was a battlefield healer, battle mage, um, and I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't really know anyone, so I just kind of healer who seems a little lost and i just said hey you're also a healer should we buddy up buddy buddy and then we kind of started getting more in there and helping others and you know being that in there healer and then we saw some other healers and oh, yeah so I was, yeah my first event i was yeah battlefield healer i didn't know anyone, didn't know really what I was doing. I found another healer who was in a similar situation, so we buddied up. And then every time we saw other battlefield healers, we'd kind of be Navari battlefield healers. We would kind of say, oh, have you got your buddy? You know, the buddy system they're doing, this is a hot new thing. And by the end of the fight, every healer that I was aware of on the entire battlefield, in Navarre at least, ended up doing this whole buddy system and being like, yeah, I've got my buddy, and we're being accountable for each other. And... After that fight, um, we had the standing, we had the um, almost debriefing, and I think it was Gawain who kind of leads the quote-unquote Vines Council at the minute. Um, he came in and said so the Council has said that the organization of the oh, you've gone glitch. 
I'm really, I'm, oh, I'm seeing I? if like, if, cause it's, oh. it's coming in quite quickly and I'm seeing if my brain can keep up and yeah. I just can't, but, uh, that's all right. Um, so I, I think I caught, sorry, uh, Gwen's the... leading the, the council itself and is, yeah. is that one of the first people you met when you, uh, and so when you say lot babies, um, are we talking like two events? Cause uh, the passage okay, of time so we're, has become we're awfully LARP convoluted. primary school children then. Okay. Yeah, th okay, this one <laughs> so we're a lot of primary school. Two years, yes, yes, yes. Then a couple years, yeah. Okay, uh, oh, yeah, in, that's yeah, okay, yeah, in now. My first event was. Oh. Sorry, Finn, I'm going to officially cut you off. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. And shift over. Oh, it's fine, don't worry about it. Oh. Uh, it happens. I'll shift it over to yeah. Merlin. Um, it was. Oh, I was going to say the same question, but now I've forgotten what the question was. Um, that was it. What got you into the vines, and how did you so... get sucked in versus what you did before the vines were an entity? So I started in the year just before COVID. So I had exactly one year of events. Um, my first event, I just went as an apprentice. I didn't take any skills. Um, and I did sort of one time apprenticing in the hospital and I sort of enjoyed it, but I just remember like hearing all the noises from the battlefield and being like, I kind of want to be there, mm. you know, like, I really enjoy the healing and I've never really seen myself as like a frontlines combat character, but I also had a frustration with it. And then I was trading mana with the Foxton, I think. And I met Gawain and my OC friend, Rosie, who later became one of my first fine pairs. Um, she was doing it. So I apprenticed with Gawain and I went on the battlefield and I was immediately like, this is it. This is where I want to be. This is what I want to be doing. Um, and the vines were already like strongly becoming a thing by then. It had been a few events. Um, and I loved it. The only thing I found frustrating was I wanted to like be moving faster. A lot of how I survive and how I see myself as most effective is in my speed and my agility. Mm -hmm. um, so after that, like me and Rosie became a vine pair and it sort of went from there. Um, so in the beginning, it was definitely like, we were very like ride or die you know we don't want to pair with anyone else mm. and then we ended up taking on some new players a few times and after that it sort of became a lot more open um and so a lot of the time i pair up with illy and Gwil and we go in a three which is amazing oh yeah they're great um, yeah. and we specialize in the suicide runs then because they're pretty tanky as physics go and i can do things a lot well, faster yeah. than they can so we really get in do the deed and get out um, and I've really been enjoying that as well. So yeah, I would really add that. Between... <laughs> the three. Oh no, My... Finn, you've been had. Am I still? Yeah. Yeah, you're still. Unfortunately, so. This is. <laughs> like, the thing is, I've got us like having known Finn for a few years now, and the sheer energy you can put out. I'm imagining like. It, oh. Just the, the mental image I have at the moment is you in your room and you're like kind of flitting between the desk, the wall, the ceiling, but it's like entirely natural. <laughs> None of it's supernatural. It's just the raw, the raw thin energy and uh, just trying to squeeze it out through the mic. But um... I just like the idea that just Riff is like fighting for purchase. It's like, no, no, give me the mouth. Give me the mouth. I need to talk. <laughs> yeah, there's like a little like blur of the face as like the tattoos are starting the to fade in. The tattoos keep flicking in and out. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so with you and Ro sorry, OC Rosie, right? Yes, yeah. Gotcha. So um, was that how you two met at LARP or were you friends beforehand? Uh, we've been friends since like 
second year of high school so we've known each other a long time um originally I found out about LARP and I told all my friends about it and they were all like that's cringe except for Rosie who was like yeah we need to do this and then I found out about Empire when I was 16 I was like I'm going even if I go alone does anyone want to come with me and I got a surprising amount of people that were like yeah okay we've changed our mind it does sound good and so I think I brought like eight people my first event nice fantastic um unfortunately i didn't realize about the new player thing so i've never been paid for any of oh them. no oh that's yeah, tragic oh oh my i didn't realize i had one after i bought my ticket so i literally put up on the facebook chat so like the first five people to respond to this will get their new player discount used but i made some friends so it was worth it in the long run absolutely and um because it's it's always something i've um i've, I've really struggled to to tackle and quantify is a getting people into LARPing because once they're in it's it's kind of like crack having never <laughs> done crack I don't know if I'm qualified to say this but it, it's how I imagine crack to be is once you're in you're in uh, you've but... got to be careful about who you let in though because I have friends who I've got onto it now and they haven't even been to an event and they're like two grand deep and I'm like guys you don't have the bank account to to keep going at the speed so Ooh. now I feel a little bit like I'm responsible for that but you know <laughs> It's a bit like Warhammer and stuff in that way. Yep, you get well, people in and then yeah. you just watch them spiral. Uh, yeah, that is 100% my crack opinion is based on getting getting a um, a couple friends into Warhammer and they have done <laughs> the exact same thing where we're like, oh, hey, uh, Phil, I'm going to call you out. Oh, hey, Phil, what's that you got there? And he's like, nothing. <laughs> what's in the bag, Phil? <laughs> nothing, absolutely I not. I bought all of the Tyranids. Exactly, like, it's not a start set, it's not a X, Y, or Z. But um, yeah, LARP is definitely nerd crack, but it's good. It's good nerd crack. Um, so This with... is a good addiction. This doesn't hurt anyone. Yeah, I feel like getting out and socialising with people is always a good, always a good hobby, not addiction, hobby. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the, the actual question I was going to ask was, um, you talked a little bit earlier, because uh, for the people listening in, we had a little pre-game chat before starting recording. But the um, you talked earlier about how you and Rosie sticking together as a pair in the vines. That's how you operate. That's where the really juicy, good game, because you're building that relationship and also encountering some dangerous stuff. Uh, but you also mentioned that some people get mixed in. You get some newbies, some fresh meat for the grinder. Uh, what's <laughs> it like having them uh, pushed into service alongside you and having to keep them ideally alive? It's a bit of a two-sided coin because... On the one hand, it's great. It's so fun watching people come into their first battle and either seeing that sort of amazing bloodlust smile on their face or that like, ah! Um, in the beginning, I do it a lot. I think like my second event, Gwen asked everybody who's new to put their hands up. I put my hand up, I still felt new. And then there were so many new people, even just within that one event, that Gwen put my hand down and went, not you. And I was like, <laughs> oh! And then I got given my own apprentice and I was terrified because I thought I was going to get them killed. So they survived. So it's fine. Fantastic. Wow. Um, wow. Oh, hey, Finn. <laughs> Hi. Is this Finn or Riff? Has the battle been won? Riffin, riffin, riffin. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm right. Uh, the horns. Uh. <laughs> oh, sorry. This is embarrassing. Uh, I think I'm back. Um, yeah, you're back. Where Where are we at? Wait, the embarrassing part is I sit looking at my computer talking about a magical world that I only go to 12 days a year. <laughs> and it's like, you know, 30% of my personality. Oh, so yeah, don't, yeah. don't worry about that. But um, Yeah, sure. We, I we, can... Yeah? I was just going to say, we. Um, Merlin was just saying, 
I was just asking around getting fresh meat in for the grinder. And oh. well, it's like bringing newbies under your wing and not getting them killed. But then mm. my follow-up yeah. question was going to be, what happens after that? Do they go off and lead their own pairs? And yeah, it's kind of like so a generally scheme? you have one or two battles where you're new, and then that's it. Um, and then generally the new people will pair up or form pairs or freeze, and that works quite well. Um, my first event, like having an apprentice, was definitely a shock because I thought I'd have like a nice slow introduction to it. But, you know... Finn will attest the vines are growing so exponentially oh, every event. Yeah. It's actually quite scary sometimes. But so, it's amazing to see. If we're if we're talking um getting new people into the vines, um, I was gonna say earlier, um, you and um Illy and I keep the third one's Gwil. Gwil, I how could I you Gwil. I'm so sorry, Gwil. Gwil, this is this is a direct soul. apology, Gwil. <laughs> I love you. You are the three of you are my epitome of Vine. The, you are the three of you. The way you work is Chef's kiss. Exactly how I imagine it. Illy, um, who I love and you call Illy, um, I think my second, maybe my third event was a brand new healer who didn't know what he was doing. So when he had our first Vines Council, he was the guy that I took on to go on a skirmish together and just let's get in there and see what happens and i think i kind of scared him with it because we were like the only two Navarre in there so that so he he had this really like intense like skirmishes are quite scary especially mm. as a new player um he just went in there with me we just kept up we kept each other's backs and we just got in there healed people new healing kept an eye on each other and when he came out of that he was he was he was you know amped up he was um he was talking about how he really got to see that um, when you're in the thick of it, that bond between the vines is what's really important. Um, and, you know, it is just the pair or three of you like, against the world. And mm -hmm. it's, it's riveting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I'm chuffed to see him just being an outstanding vine, uh, especially fighting alongside you and Gwil. Um, absolutely brilliant. It's just so lovely as well, because, like, I... Um... Paddy who plays Iliot my first event and you know it wasn't even on the battlefield it was like we were having some drinks by the fire and like chatting and it was really nice and he'd just come from High Guard because he wasn't enjoying it in High Guard he started his first event there oh I didn't even know that yeah okay, well, I so he him was as bar then. in High Guard well, yeah there you go. Um, take that High Guard <laughs> yeah lost a good one there um yeah we were just having chats and it was great and then you know, I was discussing it with him and we were all like happy about the vines and all that. Um, and then uh, Ree, who plays Gwil, was talking all over, like they basically joined just after COVID. So they had the longest of darks to amp up. So they were doing some little role play things together. Mm -hmm. um, and so that really got her so like so immersed in the world already. So they're first sort of full LARP thing was um, Shadows of a Falling Queen. Oh god. The player yeah. event, which was, was, yeah, was such like that, a good it? one, but also straight into the fire, if you're talking about Oh, terrifying, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, but also that was like, that one, one of the best events. So good. Oh yeah, shout out to uh, Eerie Lights. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, the best. Event. The venue, the event, the um, I monstered so much in that one, because I was the only one from, yeah, from 
the Thornborn going. So um, I didn't really want to die in that player <laughs> event. So I just monstered everything instead, and it was a brilliant time. Yeah. Oh, but like, literally, yeah, like again, my favorite time to survive happened then. Yeah, it no, was so good. I saw you from the other side. It was terrifying and brilliant. <laughs> um, Would yeah. you say a healthy amount of bloodlust is a good trait for a vine? Yeah, I think Personally, it's important. Yes. I think well, it's, it's important. It's um, it's it's that idea of um, oh no, someone's oh they've broken through. They snuck through. Protect our vines. No, protect. protect <laughs> they've broken through. Quick, protect the healers. But with the vines, it's the oh no, they've broken through. Made the Pull abyss them. claim them swiftly <laughs> oh it's great because now and again like i know we talk about the healer bob now and again you will get a group of vines for like a strategic reason that's fine not the same thing as a healer bob in my opinion but it does happen we have some lower combat vines that sort of stick a little bit further back it's not to say that to be a vine you have to be hyper combat it's just that willingness that if push comes to shove you would fight you know mm. yeah um, and the great ones, you, know, you get a couple of orcs or a few Valorn that push through, and everyone's like, oh, the healer, uh, why are they smiling like that? Yeah. And then suddenly, just chaos for a split second, and they're down. I it's believe um, Aisha coined a, well, received a, a title, a nickname. Am oh, I right God. in thinking that you were the executioner? Okay, that time? wasn't... I mean, I'm not saying you. I'm not yeah. saying you. You made it up for yourself. You didn't like give yourself that title. But I heard people no. just being like, "Oh yes, the executioner," and I'm like, "That is exactly where I want the healers to be." The thing is, it was. It was even. It wasn't even that I'd execute a lot of people. It was in national training. I was you didn't execute anyone in national training. Well, <laughs> I was pretending, but I yes. was having a great time with it. Yeah, I was yeah, just yeah, doing it as creativity as I could. Um, like. Me and Anwin Stormbroke were doing a lot of stuff together. She's got a massive hammer. Um, and James made me like a wooden stake because we were doing combined executions. We were pretending to hammer my wand into the chest of the person we were executing. Oh, that is so um, metal. <laughs> and then, so yeah, weird. it kept happening on skirmishes that like whenever I was going to execute, obviously I took it really important that like a lot of people were doing like slashes to the throat and stuff, which isn't cool. Yeah. A lot of people don't enjoy it. So I was just mixing up, being like... Oh chatting to the person being like oh look i've broken this arm and this arm and this arm and now Is... this body's worthless Valon. so get out you know just like that's having a, a fun, fun time the secret fun beneficial role play of being a vine is you're in the front line stuff but you're like you know, you you're have like, sometimes one step behind the front line you have a little time so you do get to just be the executioner i've got my um it's basically a baseball bat it's just this one it's, it's what i use for um spell casting it's like a you know twisted bit of wood it's a rod isn't it Yes, it's and I just like this Navari bonk stick. And role playing the execution is just so good. You know, we're ro rolling down some uh Druge or whatever, and I can just see one of them on the floor and like just swing her up, batter up, just is so fun. Like yeah, um, yeah, I'm you, you make the eye contact with them like, okay, I'm gonna execute now. It's a cool we do a, just a really like slapstick almost, like execute us. Like, it. honestly, when, like, a Valorne's down and you're there, like, you've got time and you're like, oh, no, this leg's broken. Smack. <laughs> this leg's broken. Smack. What's happening to your limbs? This body's going to be useless. Um, And that just happened a while. And then I think it boiled down to Anwin was a new priest and was like, I really want to testimony someone. And I was like, sure. Um, so it's one of those ones that's a bit too edgy and a little bit cringe, but it just brings up like so many good lap memories, and it's hilarious when people are like, "Oh my god, you're a vine!" I'm like, "Yeah," and then 
you know, like the first time I spoke to Dave and Ian from the LARP noobs, I was talking to them. And Ian said to Dave, like, oh, yeah, this is Asia, the executioner. He's like, I thought you were a healer. I'm like, I am. I can make life I and am. I can take it away yeah. just as easily. Especially yeah, exactly. with, when I asked about the bloodlust. You know, Finn was like, eh, kind of. <laughs> and you were like, yes. <laughs> well, I think it's so a well-deserved uh, testimony. As as um, as healing goes, what, the way I like to imagine Riff um, in my head when I'm trying to you know play again that you know, he's a jerk um is the as a healer um you know someone oh please heal me i need the salvation and just oh you need healing beg for it <laughs> just like i like he's not nice he's, he's been nothing dick. but kind to me Phil. nothing yeah, well, that's because <laughs> this is a shock revelation this is this is because you aren't my favorite well, okay, I can't. Maybe there's people listening who I've also said this to, but oh, you no. are one of my favorite people out on the field. <laughs> like whenever you're in the shenanigans, <laughs> I am just yeah, I'm here with it. There was that um that one skirmish that I saw you going on, you know, by yourself without any armor because you love to go without armor and just your bow and being stupid behind enemy lines. And I was just, I want to slice armor this pie. Is so I'm going with you. <laughs> mage armor is not armor. Um, <laughs> I mean, so... <laughs> sometimes mage armor is all we can do. Okay. <laughs> So um, I was just following you around the skirmish, and you had your bow, and we were you know, nowhere near the forces, and I was just taunting the Druze to come close so I could repel them, so you'd have an easy target once you just, oh, good times. Yeah, I think I've got that exact photo as my um, yeah, profile picture at the moment. It's a it's a banging because <laughs> we've got the uh, the sun has just come through the uh, the top of the canopy, and it's just lighting us up like we are the quest givers. It's, oh, genuinely, uh, like it's like main character kind of photo there. Yeah. I love it. Not as good as the shot of you at uh, a quiet glade in Thurunen. Oh, oh, why? Thank you. That was my yeah. NPC, whose name I've long forgotten. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I um have um t- talked to um David, who took the picture uh, from the Laps New Podcast about that picture because he 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 won awards for it and he was yeah, so yeah. oh good job, mate. This was amazing. This was amazing. And I was just like, oh yeah, I know, right? So uh, we split the prize, <laughs> and he was face. He was like, oh. I've never thought about that. I'm so sorry. And like, you know, as in my, I was enjoying the moment. I've got this great picture of me. That's totally fine. But in that one moment, the, like the terror on his face when he realized, yeah, I was, I was the subject. Uh, do I get anything? Else? Yeah, I'm, I modeled. So yeah, yeah exposure. It's always exposure. Then. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So have can I? Oh, sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna steer the shit for a second. Have do we? It. Whilst I was having my technical issues, have we touched on the? big a word no that is we haven't ar- archetype okay mm. i was like what is the a word i was gonna Assault, say ambush? Yeah, Where are i realized they? that that this yeah um because i was gonna touch on this earlier when i started having my mic issues but Glitch. um yeah the, my glitches yeah yeah um when gawain came into um standing circle at the end of that battle where i kind of teased the body system into existence um, he basically said the um, the military council said the organization of the healers was fantastic, and I don't. I think um, the player, I think Steve, he's been um, kind of wanting to create an archetype for a while. Um, I don't know if that's actually the case or not. I can't remember. I'm really sorry. But one of the things that he came forwards with was this is what could be the first step in making a new archetype. And of course, you know, first event I've made, I've organized these these healers into this buddy system. We got commented on, and also said like, let's do some game changing stuff at the moment. Let's, yeah, let's let's leap onto that, and that's where a lot of the internal politics conversation around the vines started. 
Yeah. Because I don't think it's meant to be an archetype. Because <laughs> mm, the uh, the again, I'm, this podcast is is the is the comfortable nest and home of sweeping generalizations. Yeah, <laughs> we've given our disclaimer. Ooh. Yeah, we, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. disclaimer's done. We can said. say what we want. Um, Navari archetypes are quite broad. Yeah, and, and they're bland. Yeah, and, and bland. And I think there's a good I... argument for them to be redone, right? Like I love, I love them for what they are. I love that um, Navarra is so. They are pragmatic. That, that's yeah, true. So that is just. We have this. We have this. We have this. And but, but they might I really be like oversimplified. About, they're a bit oversimplified at times, maybe. Um, and so one of the big um pushbacks that uh, the whole vines as an archetype um thing hits a wall with is um this oath of being ready for battle is that not just a thorn? And that's when you start getting these breakout conversations. Are we just thorns? Are we a specialist As unit of thorns? We haven't had the official wording from PD yet, have we? No, I think um, so last event... We don't think, quite know what it's being settled on as. Yeah, I think last event we kind of had a meeting with one or two of the egregores and we mm-hmm. tried to... And we were talking about starting a... um, fi- Finalising a uh, definition and then setting that to the National Assembly to start spreading the word what the vines are. Um, from how that meeting went, personally, I, I think it may have been a bit rushed and we didn't yeah. really reach a consensus or an In idea my opinion, of what's the all unit, the what's things the identity. that were thrown around, none of them were quite it. Although that is a... when we had the um, vines entwined, etc. flowery language, beautiful thing happened. So, yeah. you know, something nice that came out of it. Yeah, exactly. I think the just I'm I'm intently staring at the um, archetype page at the moment. So mm-hmm. the, a thorn is sworn to service in battle. Um, off the top of my head, you could say that a um, a vine is sworn to support the thorns in battle. But then at that but point, it that does depend on another archetype. Because that also suggests that the vines only work in service of Navarre, and that might be part of our big goal. But it doesn't make any sense the same as um what was the other one that was mentioned you know um to support those that fight the valon that also that's oh yeah no that, that one fell through go... that one fell through so fast because we when... go on so many other places but it's yeah. also not just thorns that we support it's not just people who are fighting the valon so none of it quite felt right and it was all about our impact everywhere else and not necessarily about who we are so i um... felt uh, so when we were trying to define, um, yeah, that unifying identity, uh, for a little while, um, there were people playing with the idea of um, we heal anyone who opposes the Valorn, but that that was very Druge, controversial though? because the Druze opposed yeah. the Valorn and we're never going to heal them. And so, like at that point, if this, well, if there this was is that the, one wind. That, there was that one wind of uh, wind of war. Where they came and helped, but we stayed yeah. far away from them the whole time. Yeah, if one of them was dead, we them. didn't touch them. Did, what, did we? I mean, you know, I we must were have fighting side by me. side, but, you know. And yeah. then there's oh, questionable yeah. moments, like when Branos walks up and goes, all right, Vines, we're not going to be healing any of the marchers. And all the Vines just go, all right, F off, as soon <laughs> as he walked away. Um, and I love that, like, no hate to the Branos thing, but, like, I see that was the best moment of everyone just looked around at each other like, what? And then Gwen goes, yeah, no, don't listen to that. We're not going to do that. Because it's not, the way that I see it is 
part of what makes it important is always the intention and the priority. And you're not a healer with ifs and or buts. It's not that you heal everybody. Obviously, we're not healing the enemy. But that for me was so like, no, the healing is not a tool to be used in any kind of international politics. You know, mm. that was just. Yeah, yeah we've that, had a few times like that. They're like, OK, but not these, these and these people like, no. That's not how it works. One of the things that currently I find the um, divines may lack is um, direct contact with the thorns. If we mm -hmm. are both battlefield martial archetypes, we do have to, if we are to become both battlefield archetypes, um, we, we did do have, have a to bit of that last discuss, time where yeah. military council had sent a representative to sit in on Vines Council and Vines Council sent a representative to military council or thorns council i can't remember which one but it is starting to happen but it definitely needs to happen quicker i'd say because it's one of the most important things we're lacking yeah like um the you know if, if the thorns council is going to organize what's happening with skirmish and stuff um if that includes the healing um all the all the battlefield healers are in this other council how are we gonna have that direct communication um mm -hmm. but this is you know personal opinion reaching on in game stuff um i'm not gonna go too far into that um of course it's like i said before about you know serving the thorns battle could you swap that out for serving the soldiers of the empire typically via healing in battle or something similar actually yeah that was oh, that was the thing i was actually going to touch on um so when we were discussing with um the egregore well one of the egregores in a little you know vine circle about what to do with the if we're going to have it as an archetype what is the what is the core concept? The thing that surprised all of us that Derek said yes to was we support the thorns. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, like that immediately had her going, yes, brilliant, perfect. And we were all like, wait, is that but enough? But that's just for the a base? given as well. That's, like, all, given every, at that point. all the healers of the marchers are going to support the marcher warriors. And the same thing happens in pretty much every night it like it doesn't mean anything because it's already given it's already a generalized statement mm. in my yeah. opinion at least it doesn't mean anything because it, it it comes into that problem that um navarre has with in general where it, it's not necessarily as the way it was written but it's the way it's been played where the archetypes start to become one-on-one -on -one with just corners of the game but it's almost like that with the brief descriptions on the wiki as well though because you've got broker which basically just says you're in between the buyer and seller and sometimes you can take a cut okay so that's just a trader mm. a navari's horn yeah. service in battle usually but not always a warrior often tattooed well almost every navari wears war paint or has a tattoo um that's just a warrior yeah like it's, there um... are more nuances to them i'm not saying they are as they're written but i think that's what we're really struggling with the vines is to find that definition that fits with the structure of the others when necessarily maybe the structure that's there isn't a very good structure. Because Navarre is in... No, you're, like, you're so right, because Navarre is in this really unique situation when it comes to archetypes, at least as I read it, where the archetypes are very vague. In other nations, they're all so specific. Um, and there's like double have, the amount. Imperial yeah, Lords, you have like yeah. Guard, Dawn, you have three different have like versions of a fighter. Toe. in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and... As far as um throughout the entire game, um healer archetypes go, um, there's only two that I could really find. There's um th your bone setters in the Imperial Orcs, who um the uh, an Imperial Orc Legion will pull their resources on to a bone setter, and 
they may then act as a broker to yeah. gather even more resources and they're just and entrusted with the healing. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then the other one, yeah, Grimnir in Wintermark, who um their identity is very solid in they um deny themselves the opportunity to be heroic. Um they stay away from the front lines. They do, they some don't even carry any weapons with them so that they can focus on healing. So yeah. those are the only other two healer archetypes we have in the entire game. If we want to make one, but the only identity is healer. Yeah. Is that is that enough? Is that is that? But it's like that, all is that vines Navarre's, are healers, yeah. but not all the healers are vines, and they shouldn't mm. be because otherwise it doesn't mean anything. Is it comes back to that idea of inclusion? Like inclusion is important, and everybody that wants to tailor their game to being a vine should have access to it. Like I'm not saying that if you have a physical limitation that there's no way that you can be in some part of vine, but it does mean like not necessarily every single person is going to fit within a box because if that's the case there's only one big box and that's not fun at all <laughs> like that's fun for no one mm. and um, also the oh sorry go ahead no it's okay you go the uh the wintermark grimnir it's the battlefield doctors and healers of wintermark comma grimnir swear an oath to stay clear the front lines if you just mm -hmm. deleted that second half and just said the the, the vines are the battlefield doctors and healers of Navarre, is that giving? That's kind of where we're at. And it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. No, yeah, because that, there's unifying identities that aren't vines because they don't want to be, and that's fine. But yeah, it's that's like, how you end up with the healer blob, quote unquote. That we but it is. It's with. not just a vine issue. It's just that the vines are the only archetype that's being recognised, but it is still at a point where it's not set. Because the same, you know, if a broker's just a trader and a thorns basically just a warrior and then if you go down to the Vrushkin ones and you're looking at warden and stuff yes you could say it boils down to they're a powerful individual that's willing to fight and yes they've got magic but there's lots of different things there's lots of yes ands ands and then they have their purpose you know mm. so instead of it just being like oh they're a magical fighter or they have magic in their armor and they're a fighter you know they've got that purpose they are upholding the law there's the protections woven into it and then also having ones that don't relate directly to skills that you take from the skill tree i think is really important like storyteller is such an important rich one and considering that navarre is supposed to be one of you know culture is so important to us and our storytelling and our music almost everyone except for broker i suppose comes down to something that you click and I don't like the idea of something like the vines that's so amazing that it's found by so many people and play and so many people decide to do it. It's like when I made my character, who's my only and first character, I clicked brand on a drop down menu because I thought you had to pick one. I didn't mm. know what they meant. Mm. I wasn't a brand. I had nothing in my backstory that signified it. I just picked one. And so many people do that. I know a lot of people that have done that um yeah and especially with brands here it's saying uh who work tirelessly to aid others without fee yeah i have not seen very many uh yeah. let's call let's say prosperous brands going around doing stuff for free i, see, I can argue what's, that's not prosperous but what's really interesting yeah. about um brands and actually most of navarre archetypes is that for the most part they're oaths of servitude towards navarre um yeah. i don't think the brand oath is explicitly an oath of leadership but in game it's become, oh, your brand is your leader. Yeah. But the actual, like, oh, the actual archetype, it's, it's really interesting. It's, 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 sorry. 
servitude. It's you're serving your nation and those who are deemed trustworthy by the nation, people follow and then they become the leaders. So yeah, the oath you take isn't saying follow me, it's the I will do what I can for you. Yeah. Yeah. And when when you Um, need a person who is particularly good at I don't know, decapitating the lawn with Dornish clothes on. And there's a brand who is specifically sworn to hunt down Dornish husks <laughs> or something. Then they'll obviously lead that mission. But uh, yeah, and there's actually—I was actually surprised read, reading this for the first time in ages again. Um, it doesn't explicitly say leader; it just says yeah, no. it's 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 all servitude. It's, it's, it's yeah. basically supporter. We've butlers. taken it to mean leader, but it's more supporter. It's more of a supportive role. And this that's... isn't to say that people in like playing the game are playing it wrong, because that's no, not. But it's interesting it's one how it's of it, but it's come to this point, yeah, over. that it means leader when technically it's not. It's completely fine working as the leader role, but but if you click if you on the guide, it, it's not. And it's the same with the others of like it's just unfortunate wording because if you click on the guide in the Navar archetypes, the first sentence on the page is Navar priests are called guides. Mm. But then that's not true, is it? Because not every priest is a guide. But that is the first sentence on the guide page. The yeah, Vile priests are called guides. Interestingly, as I understand it, the um the concept of a priest, as far as game design goes, was always intended to be vague. So from the get-go, um, Riffle has been a guide. But I don't bother playing him with with you know, I, he doesn't know religious skills. He doesn't have a congregation. So he's not a priest in the sense of congregation and having synod power. He's not a priest in the concept of priestly skills, but he is a priest in that he is a guide. And the first yeah. line in guide says that they are priests. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's more there for the spiritual advice and help people find their place in the great dance. Um, That's what I mean. Like, I know yeah. people who play the guide thing, but they're not mechanically priests but i would argue i know far more priests that do zero guiding you know because they're not trying to find your place they're not trying to connect you to the right people they're not trying to follow your agenda along and support you in that they're trying to govern how you are or push you towards a certain virtue and that's not a bad thing but it just shows again that maybe the way that it's written down and the definitions were given are not true to how they're played at all on the field yeah, it's it's like um game design versus like intent versus mm. how it's actually played in the end. And, um, and maybe we what we've really stumbled upon, dear friends, is that the wiki is perhaps not the gospel <laughs> that yeah. we want it to be. <laughs> but it's just a difficult one when we're trying so hard to define and find the right words for this new archetype. But you look at all the other archetypes and you're like, maybe we should just focus a bit more on all of them because yeah. so far they feel like synonyms. Because I would, I would love the vines to be an architect, to be this like you know, an option on a drop-down menu, a very core facet of Navar. Um, but if we can't even decide on a definition yet, that doesn't basically make them thorns, but also gives them a strong, unique identity. Because um, it's 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 the um, if we go back to the very start of where did the vines come from? Um, it was that buddy system in that one battle that got the commendation of the organization. So it's, are we looking at creating an archetype for the sake of organizing the healers in a effective way? If so, is an archetype really the right way to go? Or do we want to- I also don't think it makes a group less important or less finished or like 
less whole to not be an archetype like i have always been confused i don't mind the push to be an archetype and it's given so many people such amazing game and it was definitely oh definitely i yeah. would always say i'm glad it's happened and i'm glad all this politics is happening now because it's you know other than my battles most of my play is quite chill and this is the only time asia has big opinions and she has a lot of them um and so it's amazing so if anyone out there is feeling a bit disheartened like genuinely this is one of the best things that's ever happened to my game but i don't think it needs to be an archetype i think it could be potentially if we worked on it enough and it was polished not polished enough but do you know what i mean we were secure enough in it it could maybe one day become one but i don't think it needs to and i've always been confused as to what we really get out of making it an archetype mm. yeah it's, it's it's just like a it's like a good shiny egg to chase yeah. Um, I, I think um, at where I am now, if you asked me a couple months ago, um, I would say that Finn and Rifflin are both united in thinking of, yeah, make, yeah, Vines should become an archetype. Um, I think Riffle st still is in that position. Because um, in a gameplay perspective, why not chase that? Why not just see what you can do? And also but because our game looking characters at the wiki, really yeah. want recognition as well. Yeah, 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 like, exactly. Because that bit but... of like, look, look what we're creating. But also, OC, you're like, yeah, but is it what it really needs? Yeah, so like, <laughs> OC, I've personally got, I've got that pride. I got that, oh, I, I started this. I was the first one. I, I gave them their name as a joke, um, but it actually kind of fit and stuck. And now they're known as the Vines, and I'm proud of them. And I, I love where they're at. Yeah, but like at the same time it doesn't have to be good exactly. or, you know have a rhyme or reason behind it you've generated game for people and at the most basic yeah. level you've done you've you know big thumbs up from uh matt pennington you've done the right thing at empire yeah but i'm now looking at them and i'm like oh is this really the right thing to have done is this are we is this heading in the right direction anything? is this is this my is this my legacy like um and it's not it an isolated feeling like i know a lot of people are like depending on what this is defined as and depending on how we as a group react to that definition will depend on whether or not people unburden their oaths you know there are genuinely people that are like this matters because i don't know if you know with some of the things that people are saying oh it might say this i don't identify with some of those things and i know other people that are like oh maybe i'll just go off and be a Navari battlefield healer then. Oh, yeah, the moment... Um, like, there are a lot of people that are like, I don't know if I'm gonna take this oath once we get our definition. Because, yeah, like, um, sunk cost, I made these things. I wanna, I wanna, I, I made this group. I wanna, I wanna be there when they're shining in the sun. But, like, the moment during that meeting discussing the definition, when people seem to be turning towards the idea of heal anyone, anyone who opposes the Valorn, that's the moment I was just like, you know what? I might just walk from this. <laughs> this, this isn't the, right. Me, this isn't. This isn't anything. <laughs> the bit for me was we were sat there and we were talking about the Grimnir and the sacrifices they make and how important sacrifices as a nation and how much we do sacrifice. And we were like, right, so maybe that could be it. Maybe that is the thing that finally gets people to understand what we're putting forward. So what is it that we sacrifice? And um. Gawain's son, you know, wasn't there, but he'd said to Gawain, maybe we make the oath that if we pass through the gate with our pair, we either come back together or we don't come back. Mm. And there was a few people that were like, mm, that's a bit harsh. And immediately my brain was like, no, but, that's like, it though. It's not that brought harsh. Me back. That brought <laughs> me back to that first fight I went on with Illy, where 
we we really felt that we are in it together it's it's yeah. just us two and it really brought me back to that and i was like and if you're looking at the game what to me the most important thing is the role play it's the it's the game it's the experience so if you give yourself this goal of i go in with this person and i don't leave without them that is can you a imagine useful way to play how demoralizing that must have been for when uh, you know merlin when uh, so it's Egwene who said oh we should have that as our as oh our so own. it was it was oc Gwen's son who played a vine character at the time but wasn't at the event so Gwen said it for him but it was his words gotcha can you imagine being stood at the council and then your partner next to you goes nah that's bullshit <laughs> you just yeah. turn around nah, jaw dropped you're like what <laughs> what about me but like i've had oc drama with my fine partner rosie because we just had a few battles where just communication was not there and i kept going to heal somebody and being like cover me and then i look up and she just sprinted off somewhere and i'd be like what the what what and i was just really and that's when i really started um running with illy and Gwiel more because we just worked so well and i was having so many issues sorry rosie we've talked this through now it's fine um and it was all i see but it was like a little bit of bleed because i was like stop leaving me to die i would sacrifice my character for you and you can't wait for me to finish my 30 seconds of role play um that's why um once we're off the battlefield i don't care if i'm a partner anymore we've made it back <laughs> go do your own thing don't let me get too attached but cause... it's that thing of like waiting you know the where there's like the two gates to get out so you're stood by like the stones or whatever yeah. before the oc mm. area and like waiting there and like scanning through the faces and feeling your heartbeat going like where is she where is she where is she and that feeling of like i know in my heart that if she didn't have a habit of running off that like with Ilian Gwil, if i didn't see them come through the gate i would not be going through the gate do you know what i mean i would stand there until i saw them or until i got killed like and just the fact that there was some people that were like, oh, no, that's ridiculous. And I was just there like, really? Is Have you it? never felt because love in your lives? some of us that are feeling that. There's <laughs> some of us that are giving that sacrifice. And I just know so many people that resonated with it and were like, yeah. And it was, I don't know, it was difficult to hear so many people be like, mm, that's a bit much. And it's like. Because although, <laughs> um, although like the idea of sacrificing yourself for someone who's already dead isn't the most appealing thing but you don't imagine know imagine fighting tooth and nail to bring their body back exactly what a yeah. story and if oh. you if you, you, know, you break into the glade there they are being that's chopped on by a husk and that's I mean, how you go down do that, you but... go down fighting for what's right not what's sensible yeah so it's it's not if they die you die with them like if they're dead you fight to get their body back do you know what i mean because you don't want or I guess if you oh, really no, I, are feeling hard them. about your character. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Like, that's what I feel is sometimes the difference of some people. Like, obviously, you were saying that you quite enjoy changing partners and stuff like that. And I think that's fine as well. But it's just those moments of when you look at someone, you're like, what? Really? But like, um, me, Illy, Gwil, and like, well, Mayrin, if I'd use the IC name, yeah. we were we had a Facebook group chat for a while called the Murder quadri Quadrilateral because like, if we die, we're just all going to die because no one's going to be prepared to leave the other person there. I love that so much. That's great. There's so much RP behind that. And what's the point of making an oak if you're not going to keep yeah. it, right? Well, but see, that was the cause... point for like Aisha when everyone was there like, that's a bit harsh. And she was just there like the silent paid tear just rolls down her cheek like, what? Well, I love... Yeah, Aisha's just ride or die. I love that about her just in general. But um, for for me, as Finn, I am a sucker for angst. Like, oh, I love the idea of 
I made it back, but my partner didn't. Like, I wouldn't, I, I'm not seeking to ever let my partner fall in battle, of course. But, but if somehow I make it back and they don't, oh, that's, that's angst, baby. I love that shit. I'm an edgelord. I think vines, maybe we could have a middle. Would it be what? Would you shun, shun. each other? Probably, if, yeah. Yeah, if Finn came back and you saw him, Merlin, like, where's your partner? Oh, yeah. it would oh depend, he's dead. Because I have an in the middle where I'm like, okay, if somebody's dead, dead, and there's no way you can get their body back, then it's impractical as Navari to just go, right, peace out. But I also think maybe the happy medium is you execute their body so that they can't mm. be taken as a husk. Because I had that at Shadow. Um, Oh, I can't remember their name now. Um, Character one. <laughs> the the younger of the burdens. Um, oh was yeah, my, yeah. Yeah, was my oh. like fine partner, and they we were just struggling with the whole like I'd I was feeling I'd look up and they were gone, or I could they'd tell you just my side of that So that was a battle I was fighting alongside you on, and yeah, that battle I'm, it was I'm not pointing at anyone, but someone's fine partner kept healing an heir of Terunail who was downed mm. and I kept picking up and going stop healing him we're trying to kill him mm-hmm. and then he kept ending up back there at one point I was kind of doing a whole like oh, maybe if he heals him he'll learn his lesson and then afterwards nope. I found out he died but like, like the best bit the best bit was like sprinting because you know when we all got pushed along the hedge and there was all the rest there going not in the hedge not in the hedge oh, but yeah, like yeah, yeah, there was yeah, that yeah. crush to get out because we basically got bottlenecked midway through the field. Mm. Um, and I was there and I could like watch him. And I was like, he's, but I had, I had to move. And Illy was next to me and we were there and there was just this thick line of forlorn and then him. And then I saw he had like the vines on him and he was a hus. Yeah, he came and back. Illy that, turned oh, to terrifying. me and he was like, what do we do? And I'm like, you cover me. And he was like, always. And then we just ran in. Like, he covered my back, I execute, like, killed and executed my dead vine partner, and we got out, and I just had this breakdown, and then I went back to the Entwine Pass, and I was like, I'm so sorry I let your son die, and he was like, did you do everything you could? And I could honestly say, yes. See. And he was like, and is he a husk? And I was like, no, his soul's in the labyrinth, and he was like, thank you. And that, for me, was like, ah. Because for me, other way, I, I... Oh, because of me, he died. I didn't. I thought he'd learn his lesson, so I didn't bother trying to help him there with the with the healing that <laughs> that that traitor, that turncoat. So I thought I'll leave him to it. He'll come back, learn his lesson, and then I found out he died. So it's oh, he died because of me. Did you do everything you could to save him? No, angst nah. role play, baby. Yeah. See, no, I feel like. Aisha's a bit more sincere than Riff can be. And I say that with love. I do. But do you know what I mean? Like, you like to have... You're a bit two-faced. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah, Aisha's yeah, yeah. just <laughs> blunt. Like, she is a mallet. If she was a weapon, she wouldn't even be, like, a warhammer. She'd be, like, a tent-peg mallet. No edge. All... No edge. All <laughs> feel. <laughs> all feel crush. All bludgeon you to death. Because when I lost but, my like... memory... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. You go. <laughs> I was gonna finish the joke. <laughs> no, so when I lost my memory, like it was E three or something. But yeah, uh, yeah, uh, I right, Finn was Finn was there. Okay, yeah, he I was, was the reason it happened. You were just on the floor capering around. You're always the problem, is what we're learning. Yeah, I yeah. Was, so I was. What were you doing happened. on in the soil, Finn? What were you doing, just capering okay. around like a goblin? It was, it was. I I was walking down um the alley formerly known as Murder Alley, um and I just saw as this 
creepy cloaked figure whispering around secrets oh, with yeah. a referee following them. And I just kind of went, this is really interesting. I want to engage with this. Let me poke it. Come, come, let's, oh, come on, buddy. Let's go see my friends in my camp. And I just sort of, yeah, I found, yeah, Chris and that lot just all sat around the fire. I was like, hi, everyone, meet my new friend, terrifying, whispering, cloaked creature. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah the music player under his cloak just playing yeah. ominous sounds. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. for my master. Like, I was like, he's really hungry for secrets. He'd love if you gave them some. And then two minutes later, um, you're walking away with a lammy, and I'm like doing the text magic. I'm like, oh, what happened? What happened? And I was just like, oh, shit, this is really bad. You this are podcast, problem child. This podcast is OC. Um, <laughs> no one knows what's happened. You could have simply not told him a secret, to be fair. Well, I just, I I just thought, presented you with you an opportunity. Finn, because, as Merlin said, you lack sincerity. I was like, <laughs> oh, you want, I, I think I said to the actual Herald or whatever it was, I was like, oh, you want a secret? I'm late for going drinking. And then I forgot everything yeah. about who I was going drinking with, the fact I was going and, drinking, and all of that. That was it. And then, and then I saw you later on. I was like, oh, how's it going? And you're like, how's what going? And I was like, so which of these is the person you're supposed to be with? And you were like, what? And it was just the way. It, it was like it was like um it was like a sitcom, and you were having your little silly little side plot in my story. No offense, I'm the main character. See, that's um, it. I'm a side character. Hundred percent riff. Oh god, it was just it was You've so been good. Riffed. Yeah. <laughs> that is actually, I have got a general question uh, for the both of you is uh, mm. what have your best RP moments been? Now, originally, this I would I would have had the asterisks of in the vines, but you know it's a it's a lot podcast. People listen to this because <laughs> they want to hear other people frothing about their best RP. So if it you get bonus points for talking about healing and the vines, but otherwise it is a uh, it's an open question. Who would like to go first? <laughs> I'm easy for you two. I I'm racking my brain. There's too many. Okay. Yeah. I think since Honestly... Finn is a minor character in this podcast, uh, you get to go first, Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What? Um, to go back to like Shadow because that was just so great to come back out of COVID and get like fully back into it was um so Dalthius died at Shadows of a Fallen Queen and it was amazing because we were having these traumatic wounds that required a mage healer and a physic at the same time undisturbed to heal them so basically traumatic wounds you needed the physic but they were full of winter magic that was like eating away and it was eating like the herbal healing or whatever so it was really difficult um and there was one skirmish left and i'd been on basically every skirmish because again we were always quite low on healers at these player events um and i was like i'm not going on this one we were camped right by the gate so um we could like see everyone as they were coming through and me and paddy are sort of sat down blah 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 and then the skirmish crew come like no there's like the people off on their skirmish come back and Dalphius collapses right by the gate and is like on the floor dying. And Becca, who plays Rivadi, is freaking out because she's like, I've healed him, I've healed him, but none of it was working. It was just kind of like, it slowed the bleed very slightly, but none of the healing was taking because obviously you needed a mage healer and a physic at the same time. And Paddy's, we're both like knelt either side of Kerr's head and Paddy's there screaming at me, you can do this, Aisha, you can do this. And by this point, his bleed count's done. He's dead. 
and I'm there like I can't do this I can't do this and Illy's there like you can do this we can do this together and then I just look at him and I just like completely drop Kerr's hand at the and it's like no we can't he's dead he's effing dead he's gone now this is it we weren't good enough we weren't fast enough and it was just there like we had this massive big thing I was like I go really hard on my emotional role play so I'm there like red in the face sobbing whilst Illy's like it's okay it's okay I'm like it's not it's not fucking okay um and then Envis, who I met at that event, is this lovely little mage healer in their little autumn leaves cloak, comes up and they're like, hey, hey, it's okay. And I just turn around like, it is not. And it was just hilarious because it was just, you get those moments in Empire. Like, A, it was an amazing moment RP wise and like, and one of the most emotional times for Asia. Mm. But it was also when you get two people on complete different wavelengths, like Envis is there having a good time, like at one of their first Empire events, like really happy. And I'm there just screaming in their face, like ugly tears down <laughs> down my face, like fake blood dripping down my arms to my elbows. Um, and then Nairin, who's my Vine partner, is just like, um, give them a moment and just sort of skirts Envis away whilst me and Paddy are like clutching onto each other and I'm sobbing and it was just a mess. Um, but the best bit for me after that was like, I find these moments really cathartic. I know a lot of people that struggle with bleed, but for me, it's kind of the opposite. I'm like, oh, there we go. Got all my real life issues out with my little screaming match and now I'm fine. Um, nice. But I was staying in a tent with Kerr. So I kept like, I stuck my head into the thing and I was like, well done. Because he was planning on dying, but he didn't want to purposefully kill his character. Mm. It was just lucky it happened. Um, and then I couldn't keep up the sadness after I'd seen Kerr doing silly faces in this tent. So I'd like put a blanket over my head called the burrito of sadness <laughs> because I just, I couldn't stop grinning, but I still had like the tear tracks down my face and the blood all over my hands. But it was just great. And it just was a great LARP moment because it felt really real in the moment, but then you still had all the funny LARPness afterwards, which is always good for me because it sort of excludes all the bleed that can happen sometimes. Definitely. Cause that's, that's what you're fishing. I mean, it, it in my personal opinion which will be treated as fact on this podcast uh larp is all about fishing for those real sensations those real emotions and feelings that all the in, out. yeah in, in a world that you know your friends aren't actually dead but if you feel like they are then you get that yeah uh, that sick twisted rush from it and it's uh very extreme and very very exciting uh, no, I know exactly yep. what you mean. When it was a crying early <laughs> tears. I was like, yeah, I've had I've had uh, two moments at LARP. Like it's great that. when like the snot's running down your face and you're like, oh yeah. God, this is real. But then it's not. So it's all okay. Yeah. And it takes like, you know, like five minutes, minutes to realize that. And those five yeah. minutes, like, oh, it's like, oh, yeah, it's strong. And I have another one, but I'll let Riff go first if he's thought so. Oh, I would love to have a couple. So this works perfectly. <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> sorry, Chris. No, sorry. don't. No, you, you guys are doing all the work for me. This is um, great. <laughs> so, I, funnily enough, actually, one of the ones that came to the forefront of my mind also included Emphis. Um, <laughs> it was, it was like Eerie Light's um, trial game, um, just before Shadow of a Fallen Queen, and we were there was like a tournament being hosted, and um, I convinced um, Rizart, Dance Walker, and. I cannot remember the other guy's name to join me in a team of three to do the team tournament. Um, as as the event had gone on, I basically come across a rod that granted me one venom per day as if I knew it because a certain player gave it to me in case bad things happened to him. And I insisted, you should take this back. 
before the tournament because my friends keep egging me on to venom one of the contestants and he was just like nah nah it's fine i'll do it later i'll do it later i was like okay well when the adrenaline's going and the crowd's uh wild uh don't blame me and we got to the final and it's a team with enfis and the, I believe the friend who we who you put down at Shadow of Fallen Queen and her, I can't remember exactly who it was. But just I've been kind of bonding with Enfys through all night, like, you know, the whole weekend's like um, you know, we're we're battlefield mages, it's fun. And she's scary because she's got a really big staff and she knows paralysis. I know if I'm hit with single paralysis, I'm done. So I managed to swipe in and I'm just like, this is very dramatic, dead to dead to dead fight. And I thought, oh, this would be a really dramatic moment. Everyone's watching. Venom. And like she like took a step back and I was like, yeah, fuck it. yeah, go on, go on. And the entire crowd just, ooh, like I am like the antagonist in this story. It's so, it's like, <laughs> yes. Drama? <laughs> yeah, yes, like, always, like, yes. I am, I am a heel in this story. Um, but then I turn around again and Enfys is bleeding out, venomed on the floor. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh shit, wait, that's not what I meant to happen. So I start rushing over to do a swift heal. But by then, um, half the audience is already crammed in to heal. And so I'm just kind of standing like, oh, that went a bit further than I planned. And then I searched the sin bin and I was like, wait, you said it was a no rules tournament. <laughs> we still won, but <laughs> but the, the booze were my prize. I live for the applause. Oh yeah, being the villain. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, and then, um, Marilyn, you said you've become more, so if you want to take over again, you can. But um, just You're welcome to go if you feel like generally, generally, just whenever uh, Chris, um, especially as recently as Lindia, has been up to some shit, I will just always, I'll always just try to yes and a little bit just to see where it fucking goes. Um, one of my my two fondest like battlefield memories with you is um, the stealth didgeridoo in which you were deep behind Druge lines oh, with yep. this one guy playing the didgeridoo and you had no armor, you just had a bow and arrow. And I was I watching know, you just he take- He just turned up. You, that you guy just, just turns up everywhere. He's he great. was your ride or die. He was your vine partner. He had your back. Um, because the stealth didgeridoo is a very interesting situation. It, um, you're behind enemy lines. The enemy hears the didgeridoo playing. The enemy reasonably thinks this didgeridoo playing behind us surely isn't one of those imperial dogs because they're behind enemy lines they don't want to be let themselves be known and they're playing a didgeridoo <laughs> yeah. yeah shot in the back because they didn't bother turning around because of course that didgeridoo is ours <laughs> and you took down far too many of them and you made it back through to the to our lines and it was just how you pulled off the stealth didgeridoo incredible oh, the two of you did and then the other one with you in the battlefield was when you we went for a bit of a push and you may have taken an arrow to a special place um yeah and i was just the, like uh, <laughs> the, root, the roots of my thorn vines i um, don't know yeah and yeah 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 and yeah you're rolling and screaming stuff you know really leaning into it and i was like oh that's great i'll start healing you blah 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 ref shows up <laughs> yeah he just burst out the, <laughs> just burst out the words i was like no 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 i was i was joking it's a, i'm fine please and the moment i was handed a traumatic wound card i'm like I am purely a magic healer. I cannot deal with this. So I think it was Illy was my vine partner during that fight. Yeah, he was took over, And it was, <laughs> and then we, we were just, yeah, stitching your, your special place together. And then we, <laughs> as like a unit of like time. four of us. <laughs> yeah, screaming. And then as a unit of like four of us, we were just like deep behind the enemy lines. Like that was 
funny. And now we're in a lot of danger. But then we saw the lines meet and we just punched through them from behind and managed to meet the lines. It was, it was very triumphant, um, but also just very silly. I love how you just ham up your role playing when you get the opportunity I, to. I love being injured. It, it, injury role play <laughs> is possibly. <laughs> they giggle some uh-huh. right there. <laughs> the uh, injury role play is, I think, the, the pinnacle of LARP for me. Because in what other scenario do you get to roll around and making that kind of noise? but without actually being in pain. Yeah, pretty much mm. always the best patients roleplay rise are the other healers, because they're like, I know how good this feels. Mm. So like whenever after a battle, I'm like dragged to the hospital and then they're like thrashing, like having a seizure on the vent, screaming my head <laughs> off and everyone's just looking at me like, chill. I'm like, I will not. Oh, see, I, I love being the I love being the patient, but I like to do it in, in a very riffle way and just being so stubborn and annoyed and frustrated at the situation and like anyone's like this might hurt a little bit i'll do it ow you did that on purpose fuck you <laughs> <laughs> like that that kind of back and forth and like you know they quote unquote hate me but then like after it's like that was amazing i love it it's like yeah there you go hurt role play so good did you sorry uh, sorry chris i'm 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 not the host welcome to the riffling crack and cruels diaries marilyn did you have another very specific I do. yes yes don't let me pod my limelight Okay, so there's two, but they're fairly quick. The first one was, so my younger sister comes to Empire, where I've taken her to a few events, and she did the like young teen thing of being like, I want to kill off my character for fun and make a new one that's basically exactly the same. Um, and so she went to kill her character off. I didn't realise she was going to do it, like, as time in started. She sprints across. She didn't quite go into the standing circle, because she has some respect. Um, but she, like, sprints in from, like, the top gate in the woods, screaming covered in blood and just like collapsed down like in between the standing circle and where uh oh my god like, yes thorn, we remember thorn, this sorry yeah she ran yeah, past where camp. they camp yeah. um and she's there like dying and one of our other group had helped her with the special effects makeup i was not told any of this is going to be happening so i see my baby sister sprint through the woods screaming bloody murder blood running down her face collapse dying unsavable Right, and then she dies, and she's just dead, and everyone's still kind of doing standing, and it's just <laughs> all of our fawnborn stood there, and we like, I like bring her a blanket, and we like lift her onto this blanket, and I'm there like stroking her face and like crying onto her face, and then we all pick up a side of the blanket, and we started singing like on the wall mm, to her oh, yeah, really quietly yeah. as we like walked her out to a corpse glade. Um, and like that for me was it's not like a healing moment but that for me was like whoa because it was the closest I've had to like quite big bleed in the moment because I didn't know it was going to happen and she's my baby sister like <laughs> she doesn't really role play in her character her character has a different name and a different backstory but you know, it's just it's her mm. um, oh. and so that was a lot for me but just so amazing and also seeing how like so many members of our Thorn Thang as well were all sort of joined together and like we all carried her out there was like 10 people carrying her all singing to her and she was like it was weird but like so cool <laughs> so that one was amazing it's when there, there's a certain like overlap like I guess it's bleed or whatever but when it's your actual real life sibling when it's your real sibling so my my IRL sister we play siblings in game um we and we had this oh we we had this break apart as child in childhood, blah 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 blah, like lots of bad blood. And then one time she shows up um during standing and 
I'm like, oh, she's gonna like curse me or something. I'll just get it done with. And then she's not doing it. So I turn around and like, she's got tears streaming down her face and is so like, like, you know, this character is pained. Um, and I was just like, oh, you, you know exactly how to make me feel. <laughs> so now, now I have to be oh, a sibling. I get Now it. I have I to be a sibling. And like, it's, I'm like, I, oh, it's, they're, they're using the, the real sibling thing, but <laughs> God, it's powerful. Yeah, and then the last one was, again, Shadow. Like, it was just such a good event for me. Um, but I'd gone down, and generally I don't go down that much, but just because of how short we were on everything, and I hadn't got my special mage armor, so I was literally on, like, two hits, I think, at Shadow. I went down, and I was there, and I was on the ground, and I was screaming healer as loud as I possibly could. And then just at normal talking volume, I just went Nairin, who was my Vine partner. <laughs> and literally, like, three seconds later, I could feel her hands in my hair, and she's like, I'm here. And that, for me, was like... That just felt like the Vine partner moment of, like, you're screaming at the top of your lungs, healer, 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 and no one's coming. And then all you have to do is ask, and she's right there. And, like, that for me was, like, I literally felt, like, chills all over my body while she was, like, freaking out because she's never had to heal me before. <laughs> um, so that one was just really good for me. Mm. Also, no, the panic that... of seeing someone, you know, you spend so much time with as well, who feels, you know, if yeah. you're feeling invincible. I imagine your partner is as well. When I mean, you see one of you actually go down, we, we've mm-hmm. had it in Black Scar a few times. Some of our um, leader leadership, they, oh, they very yeah. rarely go down. There's a couple of times we've seen Lothie, who who leads us mm. in the battlefield. Uh, he, he's been fucked up by a Drake or something, and we're just sat there like, what do we do? What on, what the hell do we do? And there's yeah. genuine panic in the lines because we've lost our leadership, but also seeing a, a totem of our community get absolutely annihilated by this guy in a, in a latex suit it's uh it's it's demoralizing and upsetting it's a strange one because i've seen like especially within the fawn thang i've seen a lot of people get hurt lots like we have certain people who just love it they love to be injured they always show up being like hey i need help and that's kind of fine it doesn't really mean anything to me anymore when like when nile comes back covered in blood or you know tea's covered in blood doesn't mean anything it's fine <laughs> um yeah, I don't. I've only gone down twice since I started Empire, and I've been, you know, two years of solid events and some player events now. And so when it happens, I think it freaks people out. And it's not just the healers as well, because I've had it with other people where suddenly they're like, "What? Who went down?" And it's like, "I'm fine now, guys. I survived." But yeah, I went down. They're like, "Why did you go down?" I'm like. Because I know I'm a healer, guys, but I'm literally right next to you the whole time. Why would you assume that I never get hit? Like, that's, I think they've got that idea that because I'm squishy, which I am, like, I'm maxed out at four hit points. Because I am squishy, they assume that no one's going to hit me, which is just stupid logic. <laughs> yeah, you're not designed to be hit, so you won't be yeah. hit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I don't want to break your, uh, your LARP primary school heart, but... Uh... Back in the day, sort of, it's about six years ago, maybe four in-game, or sorry, four years of actual events, mm-hmm. uh, they actually used to have physic and hospital skirmishes. And yeah. one of them was picking up Navari thorns after a Druge ambush. And it was a zero combat skirmish, but it's probably one of the most poignant moments I've had at LARP. Because uh, I was relatively new myself, maybe about a year in, playing a physic character as my first one. And we go in and there's about 20, 30 crew 
and all of them have got you know movie grade uh, special effects on them. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about our one in a second, but you've got everything from severed limbs uh, to sort of still bleeding throats and stuff. They've got pumps underneath their bodies, pumping fake blood out of their wounds, and you know splintered bones. Oh, for a time where the budget was bigger and the player base I... was smaller. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, this it was it was nightmarish in the best I way. I live for that shit. I love the the gore. It's like when the 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 orc gore cutting off his own hands to open the gate. Like the gore when they put the budget into the gore. Tell us more. Yeah. So the uh, so it's me and Tadpole uh, Ben. Uh, we uh, we were going on. So you could argue in a buddy buddy system because it was just him and I laughing at that point. And um, it comes so naturally. Yeah. And uh, the guy we we basically get assigned to. We've got thirty minutes to heal these people up and get them going. Uh, it turns out that this particular crew member is uh, a soldier, uh, or I think like an ex-soldier, and they'd they'd see clearly they knew how to pull on the heartstrings because the volume and the severity and the look in his eyes were enough to unnerve me. Let alone the sausages he, <laughs> the intestine sausages that were spooling out of his fake belly, and as we were trying to put it back in. And trying to like staunch the bleeding and stuff like that. It was I had blood sort of coated my hand, you know, just a, just a bit above my wrist, and then maybe up to the elbow had splatters and stuff like that. And the front of my armor was just covered. And the whole time he was just screaming and screaming. And every time we said, "Oh, yeah, you know, we're gonna stitch you up. You're gonna be okay," and he was just scraw- calling for his mother. Um, oh no! It was oh, it was it was heartbreaking. And ever since then, and there's. A couple of people I know who have seen it, been on the receiving end of me calling for my mum when I've been injured, but it's it's the most um, I it's re- reels maybe not the not the right word, but impactful thing I I've personally found when uh, when you're injured. So I've seen so many casual physics like oh you know what's happened are you battered are you bruised and I'm like I want my mum help I don't think I'm going to survive we're all going to die here and you see their eyes just dilate a little bit and you're like haha mm. gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, you know, not speaking for everyone who plays a healer, but the intensity of what can happen is just the, the icing. It's 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 so good. Like um, there was this um, it's nowhere near that level, but um, this one person who uh, I basically convinced myself was actually a husk, um, as in the way that they described them, they were a husk and they were just keeping them down in the hospital. I was like, I'm. I had a talk with this person just before, and now I'm gonna have to go in and just finish the job and then i just saw their friend just cradling them with tears in their eyes i was like i can't even begin to do this right now this is this is too turns out they were all fine and we uh, sure but like at that moment it's like i'm like pumping myself up to do what could be considered a murder and then just tears in the eyes I was like oh, you know how to pull the heartstrings damn it it's, it's, it's the intensity yeah i don't understand well I don't understand people who go to LARP and shy away from the emotions. Like, I understand it's not everybody's cup of tea. But, like, it, there's nothing more frustrating as a healer than when somebody wants to play, like, the strong, quiet type when they have a traumatic wound or something. Like, if you've taken a few hits and I'm patching you up, you can grin and bear that. Mm. But you know how frustrating it is when you're, like, working with somebody and the physics, they're like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 your, your lungs are, like, 
cut to ribbons that must be why you're struggling to breathe or whatever and they're like i can breathe just fine and it's like no you can't the card says you can't you're playing the game wrong and it's so frustrating because you're like this is all of my game how you react Mm. is my game and you're ruining it Mm. (laughs) look at the card the bees the bees are in your bones (laughs) and they're like how are they gonna like when I was apprenticing in a hospital and someone had like their lungs were full of honey or saying and I was like how are they gonna survive like blah 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 and they're like I'll be fine and I'm like no you won't N- nobody in that situation would say that because you Card can't breathe and you can't talk so shut up <laughs> or it's just so frustrating and even just with hits and things when someone's like heal me and you're like what's wrong because you can't see because it's play pretend and they're like. I want two hit points. And you're like, right, cool. Oh, my solution is on a scale of one to six, how do you feel? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, if you had to pick a number between like one, six, one and eight, like how many times do you think <laughs> I could punch you in the face before you died? But oh. the point is, it's just so frustrating when someone comes up and they just see you as a game mechanic to boost their health. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, this is my game. So don't come up to me and be like, heal me. Well, that's like, where the whole, that's where the whole, oh, you heal me. Okay, beg. That's where it comes in. Oh, like, no, I've like oh, full refused other yeah, people's yeah, yeah. healing before. And it is great, but it's just frustrating when somebody won't play the game with you and you're there like, I know you're the same person that gently taps people with the side of their blade or just full on swings. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's so, it's really frustrating because you're like, you could do Tell this it. one yeah. thing that would make your game better and it would make my game better and it would make the whole world more believable, but you just won't. Yeah, so I'm I'm like completely boxed out of the um I haven't put any points into chirurgeon or, or physics or anything, so I don't touch traumatic runes unless I have them. No, no so I like... only did it when I was apprenticing, and oh, then when there was yeah, one where extent. I had to do um it was a traumatic wound that needed physics and mage healing at the same time. Oh yeah, that was the yeah um because yeah so as a, as a mage healer um it's it's very vocal heavy um so i, I try to like uh, you know make kind of like rhythmic verses and stuff and you know, have like you know oh you can hear the beating of the drums and da, 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 like you know it flows um but the people who like respond well to that are still my favorite because i mean i'm, I'm just saying so words good. until you're better but early on um the kind of vocals i did were about how um like dust becomes dirt becomes mud becomes blood becomes flesh becomes bones and shit like that yeah. and like just like this oh, and 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 um who was healing at the time just was so into it he just reached his hand into the ground picked up like just a fistful of dirt and just started slapping it into his leg that i was repairing and i was like yeah dude yeah fucking metal let's do it a yeah. lot of my healing just ends up like screaming them better you know i'll be there like and when you fight who do you fight for and i'll just get them to like name the people that they're scared of losing Mm. or be like you know who would you die for and then they'll be like my daughter and i'm like and can you see her can you see her face can you hear her voice and they're like yes yes i can i'm like then you fight for her and then i'll be like a little bit of my healing stuff you know they give you the power for my blood when we fight we fight for the same empire for the same nation when you fight, you fight for your daughter. Do you hear her now? And they'll be like, yes, yes, I hear her. I'm like, then fight. And that's great if the person plays into it. Otherwise, you'll just awkwardly feel like a scolded school child. Oh, my God, yeah. Or you just scream in their face, depending on how much sort of energy you've got with you. But yeah. I just find it so frustrating when you're there putting your all into a role play and someone's like, 
how long is this going to take? Oh yeah, no, I, I, I hate that. Um, I, I will, I will that. fully walk away from someone oh. if someone's like, "Are we done yet?" I'm like, yeah. "No." <laughs> no, you know what? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start again now. It takes thirty seconds. I'm gonna play out those thirty seconds or start mm -hmm. again. Um, yeah, genuinely, when they're like, "Oh, can you speed it up?" I'm like, "Okay." From a role, like if it's like you can kind of tell sometimes it's like in character, like oh, can you speed this up? You're like, no, I'm so sorry. And it's like ah, sometimes like can you speed this yeah. up? And it's because they're bored. They when they say it in. deadpan and they're just like, oh my god, my reload speed on my gun is so slow, kind of thing. <laughs> 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 like, this is an important thing, and if you were actually in this universe, you'd realize this is your life or death as well. Not just how many times you get hit by your foam swords. It's like, do you want me um, to stop? We can start this all over again. Yeah, but I have had it as well where um, someone will be like quite inconsiderate. So whilst I'm healing, they'll flailing their weapons around, which can be fine. I see. And I'll be like, put your weapons down. Put your weapons down or I'm stepping away. And they'll keep doing it. And I'll be like, OC, put your weapons down. Like, you've hit me in the face with your spear. Like, put your oh. weapon down. And they'll still kick off. And so I've just stood up from people before and been like, I can't finish this. And I've just walked off. Yeah, someone's like, them. I... I want the enthusiasm, but that's too much. Turn it down a little bit. Yeah. Well, is that is that point where you break character and you're like, put your hand to your face or whatever and say, OC, fucking stop it. And they don't. And then you're like, you know what? You can die. That's fine. Yeah. At that, yeah, you're doing the right thing. At that point, it's not And there's been anymore, one or two times, bit. yeah, where I've like fully murder camped people and I've been like whispering to them. I'm like, it may look like I'm healing you, but I'm actually doing nothing. I'm just faffing around just so you know and then i'll I'm be there like <laughs> and the only reason i'm there is so that no other healers think they need healing and i'm just waiting for them to bleed out well then are you confessing Ooh. to a murder well, not enough details for you to do anything no no, no no this is a respect <laughs> but, yeah. no no this yeah, is the yeah, right yeah. podcast yeah. oh my god that's 100%. great <laughs> um, <Fuck>. and the <laughs> best one was we were waiting to line up and it was like a high guard navar one and we were saying how many slots are left because they had no healers. I could have brought no healers and all the Navarre healers were in a block waiting to be put in the lines. Mm. And they were like, oh, you know, F the healers. Why do we need them anyway? And I got on that skirmish and I saw them down and they were like, healer, healer. And I was like, no, nah, mate, F the healers. And I just walked away. I was like, mm -mm, not happening. But as soon as like my vine pair sees me actively be like, no, and walk away from someone, they're not healing you either. And I'm pretty sure most of my Vine friends are not going to heal you if they've just seen you have a thing with me and we just walk off. Oh yeah, this episode so, is about Vines. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, so Vines or die. Vines and healing, it's fine. We're on topic. We're yeah, on topic. Yeah, Ride yeah. or die. Healing. But yeah, it, yeah, is, healers, yeah, it yeah. is great when you can just be like, no, I don't think so. Yeah, especially against High Guard. I will play God if it suits me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have, you, have you, so, like, you know, let's say asking for a friend, if you theoretically or your friend theoretically was you know just murder camping somebody as they bled out would you check their pockets for items while you're, yeah. while you're doing it nice <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and if I mean... my comrades or anything go down i'm looting them too because it's what makes sense and also because i'm poor i'm a healer so yeah that's true yeah <laughs> it was great i was monstering as a healer last event and one of the Imperial Orcs, I think it was the last of the gate renders, was down and bleeding out, but they were behind the enemy lines. And I was in, like, you know, like a slave healer, but I'd run out of most of my healing stuff. And I went over to RP with them a bit as they were dying. And I was like, got anything good? I'm starving. I haven't eaten in a week. And I like looted them. And they gave me, um, what's the one that fixes basically everything, the potion? Oh, sovereign specific. 
Yeah, so I have, they gave me a sovereign specific and were begging me, and they gave me a breakfast bar, and I was sat there going, oh, my master will be very happy with this about the sovereign specific, put it in my pocket. And then I was just sat there eating this breakfast bar whilst he was begging me and be like, I don't want to die alone. Oh. Like, I'm not ready to go. And I was like, you're not alone. And then I was like there, like holding his hand as he died whilst prattling along quite happily about my slave life and eating my breakfast bar. And it's great because my partner plays in the Imperial Orcs and he wanted to join um, the gate renders. Mm. Uh, and I, I murder camped the last of them. Nice. Nailed it. And he's not impressed. But, you know. But you got a free was, breakfast a bar moment. out of it. That's the real way. I did. Mm. The best yeah, bit was I, no, I was behind enemy lines for ages trying to kind of draw attack. Like I had no cards left. I was trying to draw attention to myself to be good game for all the Imperials. And I was there, like, looking really nervous, like, full-on freezing and doing rabbit-in-the-headlights things whilst clutching my last bit of my breakfast bar and nibbling it, like, one last meal before I die. Come on, come on, come on. It's fine. It's fine. They'll never notice. Like, I was literally at full volume doing this internal monologue about they'll, how they'll never notice the time with that orc scum. <laughs> and they just didn't do anything until I was stood by a tree and I just caught the eyes of someone. They were like, are you? And I was like, nod. And they were like, I'm going to kill you. And I was like, can I finish my food? <laughs> and then I was just there, like, sadly eating this breakfast bar before I got executed. But it was great. I mean, it's probably, I mean, I don't know what breakfast bar this was, but they're typically pretty boring snacks. I'm going to go out and go on a limb and say but that. But it wasn't amazing. I think it was like a Nature Valley one. Yeah, see, so pretty dull. exactly what I imagined. You, you, poor, <laughs> you poor thing. But that is probably the most exciting ever encounter for a breakfast bar. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, possibly globally. I mean, how how many other people have eaten a breakfast bar seconds before they're carved up like a you know like a Christmas ham? Very. They were very uh, polite though. Very they few. completely waited for me to finish my breakfast bar before they killed me. I know exactly what sponsor I'm going to go for. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have just looked at the clock, and we have been ticking over into the one hour, yeah, 30, um... 33, there we go, 33 minute points. We should probably move on. I, well, I, I had so, yeah. a, so for those of you listening in, first of all, thank you. But secondly, we were oh, going to talk about... Why did you about... with us? Don't, don't, don't. Oh, no, sorry, no, no, good, dare, good job, you did good. Don't you dare. Uh, I, I support you. <laughs> I will pull you out your Ethernet, <laughs> Ethernet cable again, I swear to God. No. Um, so we did have a topic switch planned which was oh, uh, yeah. we were going to talk about the Winds of War, Brickelliand, and stuff like that. Shall we end this episode here and then make a separate episode so it's easier to uh, consume? Yeah, I could I don't get mind. behind that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. All right, and one final question before I hit the pause button. Um, Finn, you mentioned earlier, chase that shiny egg when we're talking about <laughs> developing plot for... Yeah, yeah, you're right. yeah developing rugby. plot for the vine. What the yeah. hell? Wait, what? What what does oh, that well, well, is that a common <laughs> are there many eggs shiny no. eggs in your life that escape <laughs> yeah. you some yeah, questionable yeah, orbs there's but no shiny eggs really <laughs> it was that that straight arrow that hit you um no um I had like three or four different phrases in my head and I couldn't remember any of them so I was freezing <laughs> I just had to say mash the words together and hope that's <laughs> all that says what I'm saying and no one picks up on it so thanks yeah yeah no um chase that shiny egg brilliant that is gonna be. I think going to be the episode title because all the other ones have been <laughs> quotes from the episode so it might be like Unseen Saviour with Matteo for example but this yeah. is going to be Chase the Shiny Eggs what's Perfect. it like to be a vine <laughs> what is our true priority and our true purpose shiny yeah. egg chases shiny egg. absolutely 
And on that uh, eggshell, not quite bombshell, <laughs> uh, we'll hear it there. So thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for listening in. And we'll catch you very, well, in literally five minutes for us, but I have no idea how long it will be for you. Oh, my God. That was fantastic. Thanks for having us. And thanks thank for continuing you. to have us in a second. Or in an episode's time. Ah, bye. <laughs> wow. Bye. bye.